The information contained in this podcast is of a general nature and is not intended to be, nor should it be, considered as professional advice. You should not act on the basis of anything contained in this podcast without first obtaining specific professional advice. How do you have that moment when you look back on an old business decision and think, I really do wish someone had told me about that? I remember when I was running my small caro business, I had those moments all the time. So across the next five episodes, I'll be chatting to a bunch of small business owners about their experiences, what to avoid, how to get ahead, and of course, what they wish someone had told them. Today, I'm sitting down with Julie Ramsey. She runs a very successful, mostly online business. It sells top quality and absolutely beautiful French linen. We're going to be talking about ordering correct amounts of stock, developing practical and pretty websites, and very importantly, how marketing your business can cost you almost nothing. You're listening to Wish Someone Told Me with Nat Locke. Running a small business can be a lot of hard work. So Bankwest has pulled together some tools to help you succeed. To download templates for your business plan, marketing plan and cash flow forecasting, and use online calculators to suss out your cash flow and loan repayments, just jump online to bankwest.com.au forward slash connect. This is Wish Someone Told Me with Nat Locke. Welcome Julie Ramsey from Bedtonic. Thank you. Now tell us first of all about Bedtonic and what your business involves. Okay, so Bedtonic is uh, my business which is 100% pure linen bedding and loungewear. Yes. So we sell uh, duvets and uh, sheets and we also have a range of poets tunics which are like a, a loungewear dress slash hangout at home type garment. Yes. Yeah. And you're predominantly online or do you have a shop front as well? Yeah, I'm 99% online um, but I do have my stock down in a store in Mosman Park, Darling and Domain. Um, and Kate's a school mum friend that asked yeah, right. if she could take it. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's a good way to network, kind of isn't nice. it? It's kind of nice, yeah. Okay, so talk to us about how you started and what, what your idea for the business and how you brought that to fruition because I can't even imagine how you would go from thinking, I really love linen sheets, to having your own range. So how did that process work? Yeah, okay. So we'd come down from Broome um, and we'd, I'd been in hospitality for years so I had, I, you know, I haven't come from a textile background yeah. apart from my mum's a seamstress and I grew up with lots of fabric around me but I didn't, I was a bit washed up at 52 in hospitality and it was kind of difficult coming down here. I didn't want to get back into that business. Yeah. And, I, and I've got a, at the time, seven-year-old, my daughter Molly, um, wanted to design a business that I could run from home so I could still be a mum for her. Yeah. Um, and I could see online being the way to go for the future as opposed to retail. Yeah. So I had a couple of ideas um, and really, it, I guess organically, I spent two years of my stay-at-home mum time just sitting there and, and, you know, meditating on the whole idea or, you know, coming up with different ideas and I slept in linen and it was amazing. So yeah, right. I don't know why I just thought I've, I've got to investigate this fabric. So it kind of started and it took off and four o'clock in the morning. Um, most mornings for about two months straight, I contacted manufacturers and yeah, right. And it went from there. Yeah. So you, it's, it's grown in the the flax, which is what how, this is how you make linen. Everybody who knew is um, you grow, that's grown in France. Yes. So you had to find suppliers of that. Yeah. So I found a supplier. Our supplier is actually um, in 
our manufacturers in Shenzhen, just out of Hong Kong and yep. China. Yeah. So they actually import the flax bales. Right. Um, so it's certified French flax, which is obviously grown in France, comes in like a big hay bale. Yeah. Um, to just uh, northeast of Shanghai, and it's um, milled there. So it's spun and woven in two factories there. How do you even find a factory to make well, this stuff for you? I never would have found the factory. <laughs> Is we it something you Google? <laughs> I need a factory to I make know. Um Well, I did a bit of covert investigating. Nobody helped me. I completely did it all on my own. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the help of anyone. I really flew by the seat of my pants. So I don't know if I'd recommend that. It's very high risk, I guess, in some ways doing sure. that. So as it turned out, my manufacturers are a small family team in Shenzhen, mm. um, and there's only six machinists. Um, very small business, but. But um, uh, Wenshin actually owns the spinning and the weaving factories. So when we went to visit them, they actually, we flew and we went on the bullet trains and we went and, and viewed and met all the makers behind the store. How amazing. So I was just, it was incredible. So honestly. they're a family business essentially yes. like you are. Yes. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? There's Him, a sort of nice synergy about yeah, that. Yeah, a husband and a wife and their son goes to a university in Adelaide. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Then, of course, you have to develop a website that's I going to be know. able to sell it for you. Yeah, so that was that was the next thing and my I'm actually on my third website and yep. it's funny because I went to a um I went to a course on marketing or it might have been something similar to that and the lady that ran it said to me, "Don't get fussy about your first website because your first website won't be your only one. You'll right. have that one, then you'll have your second, then you'll have your third." Well, sure enough, I've been going just on 2 years and I'm on my third website. So Yeah. Um, I think the first one, it was um, a mate's rates deal with a friend <laughs> in Christchurch, my girlfriend's husband. Yeah, right. But, you know, he got very busy and, you know, we, he didn't have time and I probably, I wouldn't recommend, you know, friends of friends, favours and... Yes, because you know. that would be that would be my instinct is to yes. think, who do I know who could help yes. me with this? But it's it, sometimes it's better to actually go for, stump up the the cost of getting an actual professional to, right. to who can dedicate their time to you. Yeah. 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 In hindsight, I, I would have done that. Um, I mean, we're st of course we're still friends, but it, it's <laughs> hard because I then had to say, hey, look, I've got to take this website to someone else now yes. um, to go to the next that level. That can give me the time. And I and the other thing is, you don't want to feel like. Um, you're annoying people, yes. so you know, pay pay the price, and then you yes. can ask what then you, you can want. Get the level of service yeah, you're in that's control, right. and it's all above board, and it's, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Things. That does make sense, doesn't it? I know. <laughs> you find out <laughs> these things along the way. Don't I know. You? So tell me about what it was like when you got your first order. Oh, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> but of course, you know, for a start, the orders come in from your friends. Yes. So, it's funny when I t when I think back now. I got my thir first thirty eight boxes arrived from yeah, right. Shenzhen, and it was where did, you know, where did you keep them in the house? <laughs> they came, um, they landed at the house, and I had one spare room, tiny little spare bedroom. Yes. And my husband, my, one of my girlfriends, had shouted me some racks from Bunnings, um, and Donald, my husband, had bought the other set, so we had the racks there. We threw all the linen in, and I thought, great. And I was thinking to myself, so thirty eight boxes, I'll sell all that, I'll yep. get all, I'll get this much money, X yes. amount. And then I'll buy my next shipment. So I was so new to retail that I never stopped to think that I'll constantly need stock. Yes. So I can't sell everything and then go and then off wait. and say I want yeah, another Because right. it's a three-month turnaround. Right. So I hadn't actually quite factored all of this in. Mm. Um, and I guess you wouldn't know how quickly you're going to sell 38 no, boxes either. No. Had no idea. Well, I was thinking three months. Yes. Um, obviously, I'm not, you know, I. it's quite funny looking back. I, so my girlfriend's... <laughs> So my girlfriend's obviously were the first people to come and buy, mm. 
And then that, so that was a big curve, yes. huge. And then it was, I kind of sat there and I thought, oh, okay, I've got to get out and market yeah. this now. Well, that's the next yeah. thing, isn't it? So, yeah. and I imagine that online and social media marketing would be a big thing for you. Definitely. And, you know, I've, I've followed you on Instagram for a while now. And so, um, because the sheets kind of sell themselves because they're so beautiful and the colours are so gorgeous. How do you, how did that process go about for you? So I made a decision early on that I didn't want to pay for advertising. So I just wanted to be organic. (laughs) And that meant then that I really had to get out and approach people, um, send emails and and images to some of the glossy magazines and just be, um, just be, just be me and just say, hey, this is, I'm Julie and I've started this business and um, and send them some images and hopefully hear back from yeah. you know, someone. But it was a big learn for me as well because I I didn't I really didn't know what Instagram was. I taught I had to teach myself Instagram, and that's <laughs> yes. that's uh, I think about at the at the moment eighty nine percent of my business is referred from Instagram because I don't advertise. Yes. Um, I've got a, I guess, um, a lot of the interest comes from there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was a lot to learn. I mean, email marketing was another one. So I had some competitions where I had people opt in yep. um, to get the email addresses. Yeah. Uh, that was another to way to build of a generate. bit of a database. Yeah. yeah. Also on my website, I've got a coupons, you know, yes. sign up $20 and off yeah, your first purchase. Yeah. So it's a great way to... Um, yeah. gain some traction and then um, I've actually just now uh, talked with a girl yesterday about email marketing so I'm just starting to branch out now from not being able to do it all on my own anymore yeah you know to get well that's some. exciting because that is the big step for a small business is to then be able to bring in other people to help you when you need them yeah yeah and to let go I think of, of some of the things and realize um, I did a mastermind marketing course just before Christmas with a lady in Fremantle and a lot of that was about looking at who you are and looking at what your skill set is yes. and um, acknowledging that you, you're not going to be the best at everything, of course. Um, yeah. And so learning where to let go and where to hand over. And I think because I've come from a labouring background, you know, I've, I've, I've never been in corporate work or, or I've never done anything, yeah, you know, right. like what I'm doing right now. It's very easy for me to think, I'll just keep packing. Yes. So I'll pack um, and I'll answer the email queries, which I get every day, lots of lovely yes. emails. Um, and I'll pay someone to do all of this, you know, I'll pay 75 an hour or 150 an hour, whatever it is. But um, my accountant's been speaking to me as well and saying that you need to you need to step up because you're running the business. Yes. And and then you can get people in to do your packing. You can get people in and to pay do them twenty five dollars an pay hour. Pay them twenty five dollars <laughs> yes. an hour. So it's it's all a really interesting learning curve and it's and it's amazing where your mindset's at. So my That's mindset right. It's like is, a change in perspective, really, yeah. isn't it? Because you think, oh, I can do these jobs. I'm very capable of doing yes. that. But maybe that's not the best use of your time. That's right. Yeah. I, I, as he said, work on your business, not in it. So me yes. packing boxes, I could actually have, you know, my niece could come and do that. Yes. Or, you know, one of my friend's uni student daughters or, you know, yeah. something like that rather than... Yeah, so it it, it makes yeah. sense when they, I know it makes sense when they say it, but at the time you're thinking, oh, I can, I might as well just do it. I no, know well, exactly right. what you mean. And being a home business, still, it's it's easy too for me because I can yes. still be packing boxes at ten o'clock at night. You know, I don't I don't watch much TV. I'm not. I don't yeah. have a huge social life. I'm quite. <laughs> I'm quite really. Um, I'm very much a stay at home person. I guess so I have my little happy hour, and then I can just carry on packing if I need to. Yes. At nine o'clock at night, but I do realise at some point the business will outgrow the house. Yeah. Um, and the and the boxes will hit the roof um yes. which they're starting to and we then will what move. happens well then you need warehouse space i know and things. it's all exciting yeah it um, is 
I think I, I, I won't ever be retail, so I won't be nine till five, although no. I do see all these lovely Felice shops around. But it's yes. not really <laughs> something that I want to do and it wasn't how I set my business up. So I'm thinking a showroom that will be open by appointment. Yeah. Um, so we can still have, you know, I get a lot of interior stylists coming and using product and things. Yes, I was wondering um, about that because that would be a great way to get your name out there is when perfect. when people who also have Instagram accounts are showing your wares for free. Yes. So how did you network with stylists? How did you get your foot in that door? Okay. Um, well, I had a really great start. And once again, it was just through me being brave. I was flicking through <laughs> the uh, Sunday Times and I was looking for an, an a, where I would go to advertise. And I thought yes. I'd always like the STM and, and yep. the uh, different mags. And I hear they have a great columnist. Go oh, on. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I, I saw this. I was about to find the advertiser, and then I saw this lady's face named Sandra Peterson. She looked really friendly and personable. Mm. So I, um, I sent her an email, and I just said, "Oh, hey, this is me." And like I said before, I'm I've just started up a linen business, and within I think oh, it was an hour or two hours, um, I'd ha- I'd got an email back from oh, Sandra, nice, and she'd looked at my about me story and saw that. Um, we were in a little worker's cottage that yep. we'd renovated. And anyway, that turned into a two-page spread. And that was right. really, for me, that was my first leg up. It gave me the confidence then that I could approach um, the editors of, you know, House and Garden. Yeah. Um, and you had something to show them as an example as yeah. well. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. by then I had, the, I had the lift out that I could put yeah. in the Dropbox and send to them. And I had some lovely high-res images from photo shoots by that yes. stage. It's all, and, and it's great. I noticed with the glossy magazines, they're great because a lot of the older people don't do Instagram and social sure. media. It's like hitting another market, isn't it? Yeah. So do you notice the, that uh, uh, result, uh, resulting spike in sales when you when the Glossy magazine comes out and there's a story about your product? Do you notice that in your sales? I don't notice an instant spike. So it's funny. Quite a few people um, actually contact me and they might have read in the magazine that could be a year old and they've yeah, been right. in a hair salon or yeah, they've okay, been in, right. a, in a dental um, waiting room. Yes, so in about 10 years' time from the doctor's office. <laughs> and then I've gonna... changed colours by then. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's what I'm really worried about too, you know. I can't. I feel like I can't change my colours because I've got people now saying that they really love this khaki and navy blue that yes. I've been doing. And I'm starting to get a bit sick of it because I've been looking at it for two years. But we're in these mm. glossy magazines that people are still reading. Yeah. Now, I remember, and this must have been a bit of a thrill for you, when your sheets were used on the block last season. Oh, I know. That was a really good... So um, what happened there? How did that come about? Had they seen them in a magazine? Um, no, I actually approached the block. Mm-hmm. So once I got all my confidence from being in the Sunday Times, I think somebody mentioned to me, why don't you, the block actually have a shop? Yes. And it's usually a pop-up that just lasts for the season while yeah. they're filming. So I actually, um, I emailed them and uh, they said, yeah, we'd love to have your product in the shop. So once it's in the shop, the contestants can use can use it. Use yeah. it. yeah. So um, sticks and wombat actually used our chambray and sea foam duvet set. So I knew that it was coming up. Um, yes. And it was quite exciting. Yeah. It was it was a really good buzz and lots of sales. I sold out. Obviously sold out straight away. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty yeah. exciting, isn't it? Yes. Very yeah. exciting. That must it's be real, very gratifying. Yeah. It's a buzz. It really is. And yeah. It's such a buzz when I hear that you know there's a glossy magazine that's featured some of our linen. I race out to the news agent. Yes. I don't even wait on them to send the copy to the mailbox. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm straight up there, Subiaco news agent, bang, yep. please, into, thank you. And then the I furiously flick through to find. Yeah, that's yeah. great, isn't it? And because think... that's that exposure 
that I think there's even more benefit to that than advertising even because it's it's like the magazine is endorsing it rather than yeah it's you're organic. paying for an ad yeah I feel that's like right it's organic and then I, I and then I like to think that then I'm not you know I've never paid for advertising and it's yeah. not something that I want to do yeah um, and it's the same with you know on Instagram it's all completely organic I don't um, you know, I'm not into the spying followers, and oh, yeah. I just think it. It you can see people, through people it. People can sniff sniff it out. It's, I, I yeah, agree. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much time do you devote to your business? Is it still a side hustle, or is it no? It, probably, it just depends. I mean, I've got 17 boxes of linen arriving today at some yes. stage, and when that comes in. Um, I get a little bit busy because I've got lots of pre-orders I need to get out. So I think there's right. 35 pre-orders sitting there that'll go out today or tomorrow. But it, it tends to um, it tends to be a little bit quiet before the shipment arrives, and, sure. and that's every three months or so. Yeah. Um, but in between all of that, there's photo shoots, and so those images have to go out. So those images go to everyone that I, you know, yes. obviously send them out to people, um, and then they go on the website. So there's always there's always something. So do you you obviously use accountants as well to help you at you know tax time that kind of thing? Yeah. So I've got a bookkeeper Deb who's lovely, um, and we've just uh, yeah we've got an accountant now, a new accountant who. I think that's another important thing. I, I, I've got friends who are accountants, and obviously they're um, they're great, but they're not in the type of work that I sure. need. Sure, yeah. Um, so we've just met with a, a new guy who's um, quite personable. I've, um, yeah, have a have a really good team of people around you. I feel, I feel like the support's really important. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think it does make a, a big difference if there it is somebody that you can approach easily to. When it does come, you know, I mean, quarterly BAS statements and those sorts of things, do you get your accountants <laughs> and bookkeeper to do all of that stuff so you don't have to? Because oh, I remember when it was totally. my when I had my business, that was I hated that the most. It just seemed to be so far removed from my actual business. I know it's an integral part of it, but oh my God, I hated doing that stuff. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. You're right. Okay. Wouldn't even know. <laughs> I, I can barely do the Excel spreadsheet. So, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so Deb's lovely. She takes, um, oh, you know, she says to me on the first day of every month, can I send my paperwork through? And it's often any time through the month that it arrives on her doorstep, but that's okay. We get it done. That's great. Um, yeah. And, and it, that's a nice load off too. I don't um, – it's nice to be able to know that someone's out there doing that. God. Yeah. Now, this podcast yeah. is called Wish Someone Told Me. Is What is there the one thing that you wish someone had told you before you went into your business? Um, I guess for me that it's you, – you know, I, I guess I kind of thought that I would – I would need X amount of money um, to yeah, start right. my business yeah. and that, like I said, I would sell that stock and then that would um, pay for my next shipment. Yes. But you really do need um, some financial backing behind. And I, you know, I didn't start with a business plan and luckily for me, um, we managed to get through with borrowing some money from my husband's parents and, right. you know, but that's not ideal and not always no. people have access to that. And, yes, and it doesn't always end well. No, exactly. So, so yeah. And and, and and on that, you know, we, we sold our house partly to fund the business. Right. So, you know, um, it, I guess I guess for me it would have been more that, you, ne- you know, if you're getting into retail, you need to be aware that you do need – it's not just the money to set you up. You need more behind you because you that, know as that you cash build, flow to keep your momentum going. And yeah. as you move your business forward, you will need you know more and more. Yeah, um, that's right. Because it, it, with every big order, and the orders are getting bigger, you have to pay for that up front. I know. Yeah, so then yeah. you know, and as I spread my colours out, and linen's not a cheap yeah. fabric, so no. linen actually costs twice 
the it's twice what cotton is. Yeah, right. So, you know, cotton bedding would be half the price had I got into that, but I've yes. chosen linen because of its health benefits, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And I and I'm very passionate about it. And and I guess the other thing if someone had have told me would be that it is um it can be lonely working at sure. home. Sure. Um, yeah. It's very easy to to get into a spot where you feel really isolated. Yeah, sure. And then I reached out um, and I joined a mastermind group. Yep. Which was eight ladies um, from all over the world. And we uh, we were on a, a Zoom, like a Skype, every Friday morning. And it was all about looking at your brand. But the support that I got from that, I mean, I blubbered my eyes out, I think, for yeah. the first three hours of the first three weeks. But um, it was it was wonderful to have the support. So that's essentially like a virtual network business networking exactly. group, is it? Oh, yeah. how amazing! Yeah. I didn't know about that. She gets you to look at your branding, um, the story, um, the romancing of the customers. You, you look at the whole yes. journey. Wow! But it's really what a great asset. It was really a great thing to do, and like yes. I said, I think I was at that and helps point. with that isolation. Yeah. yeah, and then from there, I've I've learned that you know you do need people around you, um, and. We've always got our friends, but I don't talk to my friends about bed tonic every time I see them. No, or they go mad. No, so um, and sometimes you need to talk about other things as well. <laughs> exactly, I don't want to hear about linen every day. Oh, oh well, thank you so much, Julie. That's just thank a great you. insight. I hope the business continues to go to great heights for you. Thank you. Yes, it's quite exciting. So yeah, onwards yeah. and upwards. Thank you. Don't forget, Bankwest has a bunch of tools and calculators online to help your business succeed. Head to bankwest.com.au forward slash connect to check them out. Next time on Wish Someone Told Me. Now, next time on Wish Someone Told Me, we'll be talking about starting a business with a mate. You know, it doesn't always have to be difficult. I've managed to find two mates who've kept that friendship strong throughout the years of running a fitness business together. And given they're gym junkies, maybe listen to that one when you're going for a run so you'll feel better about yourself. We'll see you next time.